Episode 44, Winner Winner, Turkey Dinner. Welcome to sub number 44, Ventures and Lolly Gagging Podcast. How's everybody doing? Doing okay? Doing all right? We do doing it all good. right. Doing good. So. you didn't say the name of your other podcast since you did that earlier. What? Did I? Oh. <laughs> Are you calling me out? Maybe. <laughs> you calling me out? I got so many shows going right now, Josh. Uh, I've got this. Got the Lollygaggers podcast. I've got the heart game that we play on Mondays now. I've got the Ailing Isle game that we play on Thursday, which is soon to be the Unsettled STEM game that we play on Thursdays. And we've got the Mutineer Zero game that we play sometimes on Fridays, sometimes on Saturdays. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, popular man. Uh, I mean, no one watches uh, like like three people. No, we're actually doing pretty <laughs> well. We're getting getting followers. We hit the old affiliate status the other day. So that's nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we got all sorts of VODs nice. up. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. But we're not here to talk about those games, Josh. Let's talk about our uh, our current state. So I posted a brief summary this morning in, uh, on our Discord. So basically, you all have left Lavinia's, okay, after you had an interesting nighttime excursion to meet her neighbor, and you uh, you started to, to delve a little bit into an abandoned homestead in the caves uh, that likely is formerly occupied by the Umbat Noor sometime in the distant past. You found all sorts of iconography and, and sketchings and or etchings and stuff like that. Uh, you found a some sort of worship site with a massive stag head mounted to the wall. And you also encountered somebody that looked like they were a member of the Umbat, wearing that mask and the furs, and they repelled down the side of a cliff face. But you all didn't follow. Uh, worried a little bit about the water and how cold it was. And so you turn back. Then you continue towards the, the bridge because you're after Bruno. You're after Chadwick, the little boy that was kidnapped by Bruno and Cressida. And when you went to the bridge, you noticed that there was a bit of an occupation going on. There was a lot of activity there, about a dozen or so marauders, some wagons, a war wagon being driven by some strange looking figure. And... uh your stealth wasn't that great, Hubert, and uh, good old Bear got chased down. But you all managed to to come to their aid, even though people got wounded. No one got injured, but people got wounded. And then you had to find another way across the river uh, because no longer you make your your suspicion at this point is that Bruno and Cresida aren't on this aren't on the southern side of the river at this point because there were signs at the Waystone site in the in the Retung Woods that. They were there several days ago, and you assume that they're going to the next one. And the next two that you know of, the ne- next nearest closest ones, one of them being Aphon's Refuge is the next closest one. That's across the Tershvela refu- uh, River. And so as you started traveling east, northeast up the river, looking for p- uh, perhaps another easier way to cross this fairly wide 100-yard plus uh, at the the narrowest point, you uh, you came across a beaten up old fishing boat so we're going to start there uh so you find this boat and it is nearing the end of the afternoon into the evening uh sun's still out a little bit to the west but it's getting darker uh you are 
you would probably gauge maybe an hour or two north, uh, maybe a little more of Lavinia's hut. You could potentially get back there uh, if you wanted to. You can camp outside if you wanted to. But you got this boat here. Barry, you can immediately tell it's not seaworthy because there's some some busted busted planks that definitely either need patching or replacing. Uh, and I would say, Zofia, being a boat woman, you would also be able to confirm that as well. So take it away. What's going on? All right. So we, well, Bear, I think we're going to need to patch this up because the Marauders have taken over that bridge and it's only a crossing. I need to patch myself up. You like took my life back there. Oh, yes. I do as well. I got all these wounds. I'll take my last lot of them. Okay. So take your two corruption for you. Okay. So you can move up a step. Uh, I think Barry or Grievous, right? Yeah. Okay. And were you healed this morning? I think I was. Okay. I so did like the free lightly. Okay. So then no heals tonight for you. Uh, now, the big question is do you want to try to take this boat back to Lavinia's and repair it there? And don't forget that you're also going to have to figure out what you want to do with the wagon and the horses that you have, because they're likely not going to fit. This is just a fishing boat. Uh, you can probably fit all five of you in it, uh, as long as you do a good job patching that thing up. Uh, but and in some basic supplies, but you're not you're not getting the wagons and stuff. So you have to consider what you want to do with them. Uh, we'll just drown them in the river real quick. I approve. What? No, no. We'll, we'll just leave them. Just, just leave them free, roam. <laughs> Domesticated creatures. Those are some expensive horses, too. Don't you have yeah. don't you have some money or something in the cart that you wanted? We do. We've got a chest of things there. So how long of a round trip would it be if we went back to Lavinia's? Uh if you if you hustled, you can probably get there. I mean, again, the night it's the day is ending. Uh you could you could probably get there just after sunset. Like I said, an hour to two. I think it my might. vote would probably be to leave things at Lavinia's and then come back. What do you think, Lavinia? I mean, that's what I would think too, because it's off the beaten path. Like, unless they go looking for it, it's not obvious, like the farms were. Correct. For the marauders. Also, could somebody patch me up this morning? I'm still quite injured. Okay. If we have bandages, I made two that last last mm. time. So. Yeah, we're going to need a lot more. I don't have any. Yeah, I'll have to make more. Okay. Check in my notes. I think I have a couple left. Mm -hmm. You still have the honey pot that you that you have some uses left. So yeah, it's really just seven. about. And so then it's really it, it shouldn't be too difficult for you at home to find cloth and band, you know, cloth that you could use to try to make more uh, more checks yeah. to make bandages. Stekis, you have any thoughts on the matter? Only question I have is if you're going to set the horse free or let him starve to death while we leave. Well, I mean, we have plenty of food to leave. Yeah, for the horse. We brought like two weeks worth of, of food. Mm -hmm. I'm not an expert on horses, but if you put food in front of them, won't they eat and until they get sick or something? I will assume that if we leave all the food out, that the horse will make it work. I will roll some dice, and when you come back, we'll see how many of them have exploded stomachs. Oh, that sounds God. like Hobgosh. What are you talking about? <laughs> eat until they die? Did you just eat until you're full? Uh, That's what our dog does. She only eats until she's that full. Is, that is true. Our dog is a very good free eater. Our last dog, however, wasn't. One before that. Uh, okay. 
chief of police, Martin Brody. Uh, all right. So we are we're heading back then to the Lavinius. Yes. OK, so you guys go ahead and make the travel. It's not too difficult. Uh, about halfway there, the sun goes down, it becomes dark, pop out a torch or two. And you're able with, I would imagine, uh, putting the, the boat on the back of the, are you taking the boat with you or are you leaving it here? Taking a rest. Okay, so yeah, then so you, make you'll have to move some stuff around, make sure the horses are carrying some of the, the equipment and things. And eventually you'll you'll make it back to Lavinia's a little worse for wear. Um, and the night, uh, and as the night kind of progresses, you get your food, you get your rest, and we'll start a new day. Um, Lavinia, do you want to try to make some bandages? Uh, or do you want to try to heal first? I have three remaining bandages. Yeah, let me uh, try it. Let's go for some bandages first. Let's remember that you can take longer to do things Mm -hmm. and it not be as hard just so we cannot be horribly bad at that's what we're gonna do. She actually passed, I think, the bandages. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But you can also do the same thing for healing people too. I don't see why you can't just do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna have a nice nice long morning. Yeah. Go to bed early, get up with dawn, you know, with the with the sun, Mm -hmm. and we'll go from there. All right, so then who we'll go ahead and do this fast. Uh, we won't because we've been doing a lot of healing lately. Uh, all right, so how many do you want to try to make off the bat? Uh, let's just shoot for two. Okay, so and you want to take extra time, you yeah. said? All right, so just treat this like treat this as a routine test to try to make two. Uh, taking your time. Starting off strong with a fail already. Would you like to use a? Uh, go ahead and just go this ahead. Is why just, we started with this and not with healing. <laughs> let's go ahead and take one of those misfortunes now. Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah, because we need bandages. Do it. Okay. Oh my god! Nice. Next campaign. Wow. Refuse to be healer. Okay. When wow. I die. When I die. Wow. So, uh, so unfortunately, uh, that fails. You can try again. There's no reason you can't try. Nope. No, meaning like you have now used up a couple strips of cloth, and you've used up two uses of your of your honey. But you okay. can keep trying. You're just you're just wasting stuff. You just wasted okay. you just wasted some resources. Is all that happened. So if you wanna you wanna keep rolling until you get it, I'm fine with that because it's just it's just it's not like a heel check. This is a okay. Like yeah, it's not, well, it is a heal check, but it's not like you're healing somebody. Yeah, I'll try once more. Okay, at the same. There you go. Hey. Okay, Finally. so it took twice as many resources and a little bit of time, longer than you probably wanted. Uh, so you're also going to heal up Bear. Bear, yeah. you're at Grievous. You said. Yeah. All right. Grievous. All right, and so you're looking to take your time in that as well. Yep. All right, so. We'll drop that down to a standard test then. Okay. Oh, bless. Thank God. Okay, pass. Okay. So you can go ahead and move up uh, to seriously bear. And I feel much better. Good. And uh, is anyone else taking healing? Yeah, I'm at serious right now. So if possible. Okay. So if you're going to take your time again, we'll move that to routine. Okay. Look at this. 
Look at this, this is Lavinia stuff. That's a oh that's a fail. Should I should I take a second misfortune point? Yeah, it's a long. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Did he say yeah? I couldn't see. Of course he did. Do it. That's not my rule. I can't decide. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pass. All right. So I already have. Oh! We're ten minutes into the episode, <laughs> and I already have two misfortune points. This is what I like. Okay. Were those with my bandages? Uh, whichever. I just want to make sure I'm marking um, off. I'll subtract from. Me. I'll subtract from mine. So keep yours. The ones okay. that you just made. Yep. So here's what we're going to do in terms of repairing the boat. Uh, we'll make this a tag team effort between Zofia and Bear. Zofia, you know a bit about boats. So do. why don't, do you have pilot? Let me check. I do. Can't remember. Is it pilot or is it? I think it's pilot. I do have pilot. Okay. So why don't the two of you, one of you will assist the other since both of you have it and it's a special skill. Uh, I'll say go ahead and make an, someone, one of you make an easy pilot test just to kind of assess the quality of the boat and the specific details of what needs to be made. So maybe uh, look at your stats here. Who's got the higher if you want to take a look at that. So agility for me is 42 and I've got one uh, skill rank in pilot. Uh, go for it. All right. So go ahead and again, you're rolling. You roll it like Easy. normal. Uh, yeah, and then roll an extra d10 uh, because he's going to help you as your two of you in the morning are taking a look. So uh, that's going to be a critical fail. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the extra d7 or the d10. It's still a crit fail. Crit fail is a crit fail. Uh, so even even on situations like this, crit fail is a crit fail. Oh, no. As best. Yeah. Well, so please. you, um, yeah, you, uh, you, you probably get a get on your soapbox about all the experience you've had and you point out to uh, to bear exactly how to fix it exactly how to, and you're very confident in in how to fix it uh, so these holes make it go faster <laughs> it lets the water flow through uh, so embarrassing uh no you don't what i'm saying is you assessed it and you told him and you feel very confident in your assessment you're good Oh, sure. As Melissa, this is very sure. embarrassing. Sophia thinks all. And then why don't you make a, a easy, an easy tradecraft test there, Bear, to try to make some repairs? You got carpentry too, don't you? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a focus. I'll let you have flip the uh, flip the succeed on it too. Okay. Uh, barely got it. Okay. Barely got it. Uh, so we'll. Wait, s- what was the difficulty? Uh, it was on easy. Yeah, it's fine. Easy is good. Okay. So it's going to take most between healing and fixing the boat is going to take until well past noon because uh, you had to collect some resources, you know, some woods, etc. You got to make some all sorts of things. So you've lost half a day. Go use the boat. Yeah, that boat has got to be uh, river worthy. Totally. I know what I'm talking about. I. Mm-hmm. Oversaw this whole construction repair process. Oh, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna it's die great. of hypothermia first. Okay. Uh, so, is anybody doing any more healing or anything? Yes, please. Uh, You've yeah, already yeah. you can't. You've already taken one for the oh, day. I thought it was a new day. No, no, no. It's just a half a day is gone. Uh, Unlightly, I mean, so it's kind of up to whether we think it's worth. Well, lightly is not so bad. 
Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a that's an automatic success. So. And just use a bandage. Yeah. Okay, we can use one of mine. Okay. Uh, Ashley, if you want to. All right. Sounds good. So you see how the roll goes. Oh you, no, it's automatic. Never mind. It's an automatic success as long as you have the bandage uh, for lightly. So you get your horses situated, get your resources, head back north to the river, river's edge. Uh, we'll say it's a couple hours past noon, probably two o'clock, three o'clock, something like that. And you put the boat in the water and we'll say that there were oars in the ground as well that you can go ahead and pick up uh, or you brought something with you that that would that would definitely suit. And all of you hop in and begin to traverse the Tershvela, which doesn't have a particularly crazy current or anything like that, uh, but. It uh, does have a little bit of current. Uh, who who's who's doing the rowing? There's two. Say there's two oars. You could do one person could do both. Two people can do uh, do one. As long as it's just strength, I can help mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just do like just the two of you. If you want to do that, just roll athletics. Just roll. If it's just you, roll athletics, and you can roll it at routine. As you see, big Stekas just start rowing, and you see the muscles in his back get confused. And you can see that humpback begin to start to dance and stuff like that. Like, I'll do the other one. <laughs> Success with a 59. Start calling him Woody. Okay. Woody. <laughs> so you, you're, you're rowing just fine. It occasionally splashes water come up. No big deal. You have to pause and kind of dodge. It's like a, it's like a very slow game of Frogger as you see debris and, and like ice and stuff coming down from the mountain. Chunks of it that you have to pass by. But it's it's pretty much okay until you get about oh halfway right in the middle the deepest part right at the deepest part when when we'll say somebody notices uh we'll say hubert notices because his feathers start getting wet that the boat is taking on water oh hey the boat's taking on water impossible absolutely impossible i mean his his craftsmanship is excellent he would not have made any mistakes <laughs> in putting this boat what happened together to water right now we gotta we're either we're capsizing or we gotta get rid of this water just row more carefully stop splashing all this water into the boat would you like to give rowing a shot no i'm just saying be more careful uh, i'll have to look for some sort of container i guess um, guys, excuse me. Do you see there's this large hole that is leaking right here? <laughs> and Lavinia is like holding her hand to it, trying to like stop it. And it's just spraying all over the place, different directions. And it's freezing water, by the way. So it's very, very cold. Uh, so I'll say, uh, Steck is giving me another athletics test. And this one, since you're going to try to move a little faster to get across, uh, we'll make this one challenging. And you got other people that are trying to scoop some water out as it's happening. Can I help him go fast? Yes, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and take an assist die. Then there, Stekus. Sweet. As Bear grabs a grabs an oar, and the two of you start going uh, going as fast as you can to get across. Ooh, let me roll that d10. I guess there you go. So that's thirty. Uh, thirty. Yeah, you're good. So you do manage to get across. I'm gonna say the two of you. Well, actually, I'll say for Bear. Take six points of physical peril from the exertion. Uh, but since you've been rowing since the very beginning, Stekis, uh, you can take, oh my God, five points. I rolled really low for the 2d10 plus, uh, or excuse me, six. Both of you take six. Two, I rolled two twos plus two, so 
Both of you take six points of physical peril. Uh, and then the the three of you who are sitting around trying to scoop water out, uh, the three of you can go ahead and take five points of mental peril from the panicking as this is happening. And by the time you get across, uh, the boat is almost completely completely filled up. Like you're, it's up to you. Like you're, you're, you're like the little wells, and so you're kind of sitting on the steps in between, like those those cross beams, and everything's almost kind of, and everything's basically sinking. You pull it up on the side of the river. And uh, and it just begins to to flatten out as the water starts to pull out of what looks to be a couple of um, a couple of holes. They're actually not the places that Bear repaired. They're other panels that Zofia did not point out as uh, there being issues. And so all of you took some peril and uh, are a little bit cold actually uh, as uh, some of your your stuff got wet. So one other thing that Sophia was doing on the first half of this journey across the river, because she's not had a chance to get out her uh, fishing pole recently. Um, so I need to kind of bust out that iconic trapping. So initially thinking that this was a well-manufactured boat, she was trying to get some fish for the first half. Would it be, would it be awful if that fishing pole falls in the water uh, halfway, halfway across the river and starts floating away because you rolled a hundred critical fail? A crit fail does earn such things happening. So if, if that is a tragedy that befalls us, in addition to being so wet. I think that's what I'm going to do. So okay. you can make or find a different one. I can make you one. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I am so confident about this. That it's this probably be holes in it. <laughs> going to be chalked up to your craftsmanship and Sophia's mind. Okay. So you are across the river. You are a bit east northeast of where the bridge is probably we'll say two hours up river from the encampment uh or at least the the river where you saw the wagons and the marauders and stuff what's the plan get moving we'll warm up as we go to where the they're the one monolith thing or what was it called well, the yeah, nearest the one is, is uh, Afwin's Refuge. That I don't is the think closest. We, wanna, we don't want to head there. Think is there maybe... a reason you don't want to? Are we trying to go ahead of them? Well, because remember, that's near where the bridge is, so we can presume that maybe the marauders are still maybe around that area. It's as far away from the bridge as your home is from the bridge. Yeah. Relatively. So keep that in mind. We're trying to catch up, not go to where they probably have already been. Looking at the map, though, I do think that's the closest one mm-hmm. yeah, that would be coming is. next. So The next closest one is across what are called the Talons, which are these two like heavily heavily peaked uh, mountains that split off from the main ridge of the Fell Rocks. They're not as tall, but they have like very sharp points at the top. Uh, and there's one uh, like kind of to the northwest of there. I think based off of our rations, we should skip the next one because... I mean, technically, they've been there before, and then head to the to the farthest one to see if maybe we can cut some time off of our trip to catch back up. Um, what do you guys think? Well, to our knowledge, Cresita wouldn't have ever been there, so it, it could be something that. But um, we're assuming that they've already been there and are now heading to the next one. There are a few days ahead of you. How how many days? You're not entirely sure. Probably at least five. You would think. Um, how they got across the river who knows were the marauders there when they were trying to cross the bridge who knows 
Okay, so we'll go to the farthest one then if everybody else okay. agrees. They also have a cart and we don't. Guess we need to go faster. All right. Should we steal one? They had a cart. We don't know if they were able to get it over the river like we weren't able to. Uh, you know that the if you're looking for carts, um, you do know that the that there's you know Afwins has they had homes. I don't know if we really looked for carts or anything. You did salvage some stuff when you guys were there. Um, we got like clothes and stuff. Yeah, any carts? Yeah, it definitely. I can't remember if we looked for any. Uh, you do know that there are some wagons that have been near and crossing the bridge uh, from the Marauders. Uh, you also know that there was the lumber site uh, that you, when you, when Bruno was actually part of the party and he got shot in the chest that one time uh, by Gabriel's girlfriend. Um, but, but you also know that those people from the PHC came back to town and were very worse for wear saying that they encountered, they had some trouble. You assume at this point with the Marauders, you also know that this is territory where mother Ustuk uh, roams from time to time ranges. That's right. Oh God. Thanks for reminding us. <laughs> My job. So do you want to try to find a cart? Do you want to just hoof it on? Well, I mean, feet, to the to the one one north of the talons. What's your preference? Gotta go fast. Yeah, I feel like we should just go because it'll be easier to move. Because this is forest, right? It's not like there's paths and stuff forests or... and hills. Yeah, car would have slowed us down anyway. Eventually, onward. Okay, uh, so I think we'll move into wilderness travel then. Uh, so it's going to be you have a general idea of the map. Uh, so it's going to be a couple days. Uh, to travel to that location. Uh, so to remind you all, remember that wilderness travel is uh, requires three roles. You've got the guide, which is the person who's going to roll for navigation. You've got the survivalist, which is the person who's going to roll survival. And you've got the scout who's going to roll stealth. The guide is the person who's trying to chart the path uh, and get you to where you need to go properly. The I have two skill points in navigation. Okay. And then survival. The survivalist is the person who's going to help you find good places to set up camp, uh, avoid certain certain geographical or to, you know topographical dangers. And the scout is the person who's going to be looking for danger, like actual like packs of wolves, mother Oostook, marauders, things like that. Um, you also know that it takes toughness tests uh, depending on how long the stretch is. I'll give you a chance to plot your stretch in a moment, and that's going to determine. This is going to be a, it's going to be only a short stretch to get to where you need to go. Uh, so we'll only end up probably doing one toughness test. Uh, there are a couple different ways that you can go. Looking at the the rough the rough sketch of the map that Merlin gave you, you could potentially go directly through the talons. You could go east of the talons between where the those those the those isolated mountains and meet meet the uh, the fell rocks. There's a valley. You also know that that valley is around where the uh, the Umbat Nor uh, took uh, our old friend. Uh, what's her name again? Ashley. Completely blanking on Emily. her name. Emily. That's right. Oh my god. I was like, stall, Jeff. You'll get it. And I'm like, nope, I won't. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were just Emily. being sarcastic, like, oh, who was that? No, person? I totally forgot. I totally blanked on her name. Uh, 
and then you can go to the west, uh, you can, or you can go to the west of the Talons, uh, but going west of the Talons might lead you in closer proximity to the bridge and to the Where coastline. Where was it that uh, Merlin wanted Lavinia to go? Was it the Talons or was it the lake past the Talons? There is a lake past the Talons, that's right. Okay. Yep. It's all kind of in the same general direction, which is north. So you're going north. Uh, they're not yeah. in the exact same spot, but you'll be in the relative neighborhood if you want to try to do that before or after this task. You what about the hills where the uh, potential um, tomb was? Well, the, the tomb is near the lake. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Does anyone know of any other dangers other than Oostug and the Moonbed North? Could I do a folklore test? Sure. Um, I'll let Hubert, uh, Stekis, and Lavinia all do folklore tests. Standards fine. Uh, make it routine. Make Those it routine. talons do not sound uh, so innocent. They're only called talons because they 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 look like really really yeah. sharp curving peaks. Best. Critical Ooh. success with a one. Okay. Nice. Uh, so I have been here forever. I would say that, Hubert, you know that the further north we go, the more likely you are to encounter potentially these rough and tumble marauder types. The more likely you're going to encounter larger, more aggressive, more territorial beasts and creatures. Uh, it's just they're pushing away from the boundaries of, of, of humankind uh, and, and other humanoids. I would say, Stekis, with your critical success, uh, you also have heard that there, the there's there's a lot there's a variety of tall tales, and that's a little bit of a pun. Taking into account all the others, you you have heard stories of two things: um, the mountains. You have heard of tales of greedy dwarves called the Devergar. Uh, whether or not they really exist here, you don't know, but you have encountered some strange folk uh, in your time in the pits who have told some strange stories. And so there are some dangers and you've heard some rumors perhaps uh, about uh, generations ago, you know, delving too deep beneath the fell rocks. Uh, who knows what's underneath there. And you've also heard of the Nephilim, uh, which are ranging, usually isolated uh effectively giants but they don't really make they don't ever get anywhere this close just no possible way that could happen and this is all to the north yes the further north you get the wilder it becomes and eventually you get to sort of like this that you you assume this vast wasteland of ice and then according to roderick some plateau ranges and ranges of plateaus but those are some folkloric stories you've heard before. Well, I've heard some crazy shit that involve giants and dwarves that are greedy. So you can make the decision with those thoughts in mind. But if you think the challenges that you, we've dealt with now, the further away we go from town the worse it gets. Probably just take the most direct path and save any time we can. Plus, we have a little change of scenery. 
Yeah, I'm fine just going straight through the peaks or the talons. I think Sophia would be in agreement with that. Um, she'd probably try to keep an eye out toward the east, kind of as we're going, just to try to see if we can get any kind of recon on the Umbatnor and see if there's any way to see kind of what where what's going on over there, if at all possible. Like it may not be possible, but she'd be kind of continuously trying to peek. Okay. So if you're so if Sophia's gonna do navigation, who wants to do who wants to play the survivalist role? I have one point. No points. No points. Okay. And then so I guess that's gonna be Lavinia. And then who wants to do the scouting? Who wants to be stealth? No points, but my uh, agility is forty four. It's higher than mine. I got forty eight. All right, I'll do it up tall. I can see pretty far. <laughs> Over the trees. Hey, I think that's a yeah. giant. We found a giant kill. Uh, okay. And then uh, here we go. So then the difficulty will start with the navigation. Uh, we'll do the guide first as go Where ahead. It's going to be challenging. All right. Oh, wait. Uh, I still have a blackened eye, I think. What is that again? Uh, that's an injury. Uh, going to take a couple days. I can't remember what your role was, but it's probably not healed yet. No. Okay. So that's going to require sight. Yeah. So everything's going to be flipped to fail. Yeah, I should probably do that. Okay. You said that was stealth, though, right? It is stealth. Yeah, I'll do it then. Okay. Sophia crit succeeded on. Okay. The navigation check. With this, so the navigation check when you crit succeed, basically you you require less provisions, uh, so you're able to not only. Uh, not only make it across, so the party only requires one day's worth of provisions, and for each day they travel, and the difficulty of the terrain is increased, is decreased by one step over the stretch. Uh, so that's really good. So now it's actually going to be considered uh, one tier down, which is nice. Um, Yay! Next up will be survivalist, and so because she so because Sophia found you guys a really nice route. Uh, that has lowered the difficulty for you because it's now it's no longer challenging terrain. It's now standard. So roll standard. Welcome. Test. Thank you. <laughs> I am not allowed to roll. Oh, no. That's a fail. And then uh, Stekis, standard, standard test, stealth. 25 pass. As you move away from the river, start diving into the forest itself, keeping well away from the western path uh, that might lead you towards the bridge, you begin to hustle as best you can. Uh, and you know that's going to take you a few days, and you're heading, and it's not too difficult, actually, to navigate because you know exactly where you're going. If you're looking to aim and go right through the talons, you can see them peeking out periodically above the trees whenever there is enough sparse land where the, where the trees themselves aren't creating too much cover. And you just make a beeline for that. But you also notice along the way that there are a variety of uh, difficult slopes that you're not too sure about uh, in terms of their safety. Like a lot of them are a lot of there's snow everywhere, ice everywhere. uh, And when you're traveling this type of distance, you never really know if the layer of snow is so deep that your legs begin to shift down underneath and you break something. Uh, But you're able to do your best, Zofia, to, to navigate around. Um, you find along the way uh, a variety of of strange strange sights. You see big patches in the in the forest where 
trees have just been knocked clear over. Uh, like this, the, the trunks have been snapped. The logs haven't been recovered. They've just been knocked over. And as you search a little further, you find the brutal and broken bodies of which you would imagine are marauders, their deaths not too distant. Um, you look carefully at some of these and can probably conclude that they fought something. And many of you with your encounter with Ustuk, uh, might, uh, might look a little bit more carefully and you do notice some very large footprints and, and tracks here and there. Nothing immediate within the last few hours, but likely within the last day or so. Are the footprints like beast footprints or like people footprints that are really big? Oh, no, no. Large beast beast paw prints. So, okay. Yeah, like the suggestion of like a very massive bear of some kind has been coming through here. Are they um, like fresh or dried out? Uh, they are, they are in the, they're deep in the snow, but so deep that they kind of get down to the dirt in some places. But you can, you can tell that they're maybe a day old, uh, but they're slowly being hidden by periodic falling, falling flakes from the sky. Is there, are there like extra, um, like I want to see what we can get from them, like extra jackets for warmth or, like anything like that that we can kind of pull from these bodies. And this is where I'm going to go ahead and apply Lavinia's survival test as he starts looking to see if there's any kind of salvageable gear uh, that you might use. Uh, and she's not able, like you, you go through their things. Uh, and I would say I would want Lavinia, I would I want all of you to go ahead with the exception of Hubert. Cause I, this is unfazed. Aren't you indifferent Hubert? Yes. Okay, so the rest of you can roll at this point a routine resolve test as you start going through these completely ripped apart. It's pretty hideous. I'm uh, also indifferent. Yeah, and you can ignore this as well. But the uh, the rest of you go ahead and roll resolve tests at routine. <laughs> Why am I rolling like this today? I need new dice. I need dice jail. That's bad. So Sophia has rolled a 100 and a 99 tonight. And an 11. So, yeah. He failed at 87. Okay, so the sight of this is not great. Some of these things that you're looking through, as you're starting to, to pick through, they're not even bodies anymore. They're just pieces of bodies that have been lopped together. And where you think one body is just one big, it's actually multiple things just piled together haphazardly. Uh, so we're going to say for Bear and for Lavinia, the two of you uh, don't handle it too well. You take 10 points of mental peril. Uh, and you can take three points of corruption uh, as you kind of heave a little bit at this awful sight. And then I can just imagine Lavinia reaching for what she thinks is a belt, and it's just a string of intestines. Like, oh, oh nasty. <laughs> and then once she starts vomiting, then Bear starts vomiting. And then, yeah. And then and Sophia did have a crit fail. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. You are going to take 13 points uh, of, uh, of mental peril, and you're also going to take uh, those that corruption uh, as the three of you trying your best to salvage things. You pick up what you think is salvageable cloth, but it really is just like this flayed piece of skin, and you're holding it up. I'm like, oh, geez, no, that's not it. Uh, How much was that corruption? Uh, it was three. three. Just the sight of the dead bodies just kind of gives you, gives you, as my grandfather would say, the willies. <laughs> Can we make a bandage out of the skin? No, you cannot oh make a bandage gosh. out of the skin, but I like where your head's at. It's That's really like good. a corruption just for like recommending. <laughs> I think it's great. No, 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 no. We're not going to shoot ideas down here. We're crowdsourcing. Um, okay. 
Then I'm going to need that stealth check. Did you someone roll that stealth check? I got a 25. 25. Okay. Along the way, as you are recovering from this awful sight, you can see that it's getting dark and it's time to, to sort of find a place to, to take shelter for the night. Not necessarily to make camp for like the like a 24-hour period, but just to sleep for the night. Uh, the campsite that Lavinia has found for you all was not great. There's a, there's a terrible cold wind that's gusting through these trees that's, that's hitting you and you're, and you're terribly missing your wagons uh, that could break in the, in the horses themselves that could break some of, uh, some of the gusts. And there's also a horrible whistling sound that comes through the branches. that's keeping a few up at night. Um, and more than that, which you, which you thought was kind of hard ground, you realize is, is soggy snow. And so as you sit down to make camp, make your fire and whatnot, uh, it's just, you have to remake it entirely. It's just a waste of time. While you're out collecting some firewood and maybe hunting for, for dinner, Stekis, you, you hear the sounds of voices uh, from a ways away. And you manage to sneak tree to tree off to the uh off to the east and you can see that there are a group of you think are just the marauder types that you've seen before that have found themselves some kind of deer and are kind of hacking away at it they don't seem to have noticed you they have they're they're all they have this huge fire in front of them uh but it looks to be three of them they're about a half a mile from your own encampment I'm going to pause for a moment and decide better of trying to take their camp due to the situation that happened with the last time we ran into them. And I'm going to go back to our camp and let them know what I found. And when you point in the direction, you guys can actually see once the, once it gets darker, the flickering of firelight from their large roaring fire over which they are roasting this deer you can see it which might mean that your much more modest fire is possibly visible to them as well how many did you say you saw there's three of them they have a cart no i guess they they would they did have those uh, like an army of those people were back at the bridge i guess that makes sense there definitely seemed to be an encampment brewing around the bridge yes so do you guys want to go to bed move fight what do you want to do probably just maybe put our fire out and get some rest maybe just do some watches do you think you'll be okay in the cold with no fire i mean i can be awake with no fire or dead so i think i'll give it a whirl what's your body mass though aren't you slender or something i am frail actually oh yeah you definitely cannot not have a fire (laughs) I mean, there's five of us, only three of them. That's true. We can catch them off guard and just rest easy. Why can't we just be friends? Because they're marauders. They're not looking for friends. They charge without a second thought. They I don't think you. We can. Want some of that deer? It sounds so good right now. It does sound yummy, and I was not able to get any fish earlier on the river. So, are you going to? You're going to try to assault them? Hell yeah. Come on, Stekas, don't you a fighter, can't you? There's just a couple of chumps. I'm sure you fight weaker, even maybe, or maybe stronger guys than this. Come on. The reason why I've lived so long on this island is because I'm not quick to make 
decisions that could cost me my life. I don't have a problem fighting at all. I enjoy fighting, actually. All right, let's get him. <laughs> okay. So I'll say that because Stekus knows exactly where they are. Stekus, you don't have to reroll your stealth. Uh, I will want the rest of you to reroll your stealths. Uh, you can roll it at standard, and I'll give you flip to succeed on this because you're aware of exactly where they're at. Success. Pass. How you doing, Lavinia? How's yours? Awful. Would you like to use a, a fortune point? I've used so many today. It's okay. She's got four. is also awful. I said it's flipped to succeed, so yours is yours is oh. actually 48. Yeah, yours Yay. is fine. Perhaps I should just stay behind at the... No, it's too late. You're already there. <laughs> You're already there. So now yeah. it's just the question of whether you want to spend a fortune point or not. How many do we have? You have four. I don't know. Coder, look at me. Do I do oh, it? Hold on, hold on. Wait, I just want to wait. point out, last episode, we had two people that were that that rolled really high on their yeah, stealth Yeah, okay, tests, okay, okay. Didn't okay, use the two misfortune way. points we had last, and then both of them almost died. Okay, four. I passed. There you go. Right. Much better. So uh, there we go. You want to re-roll that? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say then that all of you are capable of getting directly into a really good close proximity to them. Um, so there's three of them. They're all sitting down currently. You can see that their weapons are either uh, on the ground nearby or strapped to their back, just out of the way. And they're all tearing into this cooked meat. Uh, and there's this fairly large carcass uh, that has been chopped up into the pieces. And some of those pieces have been held over the fire. They have not. Before seen. we go in, did we remember them having like horns or some other mechanism that they communicated with each other? It did seem like some of them did when you guys were at the Hobart farm. Yes. Okay. That's what I would want to be looking for is the location of any kind of horns or anything All right, well, to they're, limit their ability to communicate. They're, by, they're in broad light because there's a big bonfire. So if you would like, you can roll. I'll let you roll an awareness test at this distance. Uh, just treat it as standard. We'll say you're within about 20 yards or so, hiding behind some trees, very carefully moving forward. Nope. Do you want to re-roll that? Or? No. You sure? I'm just looking for something. It's not worth it. Okay, so you don't see any signs of anything like that, uh, but it's certainly possible. They have other gear on them, so you don't necessarily know uh, what uh, what they might have in their packs or somewhere else on their bodies. What's the plan? Um, jump out, knock them out. Yeah, so pretty much catch them by surprise. We have to just knock them out, and they're rendered useless. Okay. So they are in a bit of a clearing. Uh, it's about, I would say, if you get to the, like, if you're all splitting up a little bit because you all can't hide behind the same tree, that's just silly. Uh, but you're all hiding behind different trees uh, as you approach their camp. All of you had very good stealth rolls. So you get quite close. Um, and I will, get, I will go ahead and give you all a free round to do something. And you all, will say, are within 10 yards of their encampment. Uh, they haven't noticed you yet. They're laughing and they're eating and they're being guttural. But there's three of them and they're all sitting down. And uh, first up is Bear. Nice. Uh, can I like chuck a stone or something to the other side of them to make them look away from us? Like in some bushes or something? 
you probably already have positioned yourselves in such a way that you're behind them, meaning like they have their backs to you. So you don't even have to do that. Coordinated bopping on the head. Yep. I like it. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just go with everyone else, run out and do a takedown. Okay, so you're going to run out. Uh, you're going to charge in, and you want to try to take down? Or knockout? Knockout, yeah. they can. You can that do that. You can do knockout because currently they're, they're surprised. So you can attempt a knockout. Uh, so go ahead and roll your knockout check. Uh, uh, test, I should say. Athletics. Is it just standard? Uh, yeah, standard's fine. So you go running in. All of you, like, remember, all of this is sort of cascading, but you see Bear begins the charge, starts running in. Uh, he's got a big stick. stick behind him and just oh, yeah. cracks one over the back of the head. Uh, and one of them just goes tumbling to the ground. And nice roll. Next up is uh, Zofia. So Zofia is going to try to do the same. Okay. So you're running in. Stop I'm yelling, not Zofia. Doing, I'm not doing that thing that they do in movies that take, gets rid of the element of surprise. You got to scream like that to work up the courage to do awful things. That, is that peril roll, Josh? Yeah, 2d10 plus... Uh, eight. Right, that is uh, a fail for. I just realized something. What? Doesn't he have a black eye? Yeah, it's flipped to fail for him. Technically, that's a good point. So, let's see. So he'll miss you'll. So you'll miss your knockout. Then actually, you're, it's a good call. Thanks for being honest. Because your black eye, I would say the attack. Like your stealth's fine, but your attack uh, would be flipped to fail, so that would be have been a sixty-one to get your perilous stunt off, which would miss. Um, then you still have one action though, because one AP to move into into the encampment, one AP to try to knock them out which was unsuccessful, uh, and then you have one AP left if you want to just attack one. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, I'm smacking with my stick. Unfortunately, this is also flipped to fail, uh, but go ahead. Standard's fine. I got this. Oh, wait. I have to click on my weapon. Not that. <laughs> it's either the weapon or it's the other thing. Never mind. Okay. It's that damn black eye. So you got this big, lumpy, disgusting eye. It's swelled up. Zofia comes running in afterwards, tries to take one out again. Do you want to use a fortune point there, Zofia? Did you come up behind Bear and kind of go after the same one that he's struggling with? What do you want to do? Or a different one. No, I'm just going to. So I did one AP to try to do the the knock, knockout. The knockout. So then I'll just spend an AP um, just to try to hit. Okay. With my bow shard. Okay. Uh, is this still standard? Given that we're two on one for this one, they're spread out a little bit, so they're not in an engagement. Okay, so that is seven damage with the bow shard, and then because it's entangling. I will try to do a takedown or triple takedown. Okay. Got it. Uh, do you want to use any fury dice to explode or anything like that? You did roll a one in your damage die. No, everybody else still gets to go. Okay. So then so I need to roll or foe needs to resist. Nope. Flip to fail. No. Flip to fail when resist. No, just oh, that's fail. right. Cause we're surprised. Cause we're surprised. So that doesn't happen. Yep. Right? Don't have reactions. Okay. Uh, okay, so then next up is uh, going to be Stekis. 
I'm going to go up behind a different one that's not been okay. smashed and try and knock him out with the knockout thing. Go right ahead. That's a, that, that, that is athletics, correct? Yep. And you said it's standard? Yep. Hey, that's a success. And so where Zofia and Bear failed, uh, you watch as Stekis comes trudging out, holding, what is what is it you're using to knock this guy out? The backside of the axe, like I just kind of slap him with okay. it. Well, yeah. You just walk up behind him, and with the blunt side of your axe, you just smack him and just conk, and he's got all sorts of meat, just flies <laughs> out in front and scatters all over the ground, and he falls right to the ground. You have one more AP left. What would you like to do? You said they're they're not engaged, right? The other two are not engaged. I'm gonna take the axe and decapitate him. <laughs> okay. So you see, Stekis runs. He's just lining up like golf. He's got his his foot on his forehead. And you see this chunky head go rolling and gets mixed up with the deer meat. All right, that's pretty good. Lavinia, what do you want to do? I guess I will also try the same to the one who hasn't been attacked yet. Uh, we'll say all three of them at this point have been attacked. One, one, one. So you can pick either bears or or uh, Zofia's. I'll pick Zofia's. Then. Okay. So you can start charging in at Zofia's. And what are you going to try to do? Uh, I'm just going to attack. Okay. You're just going to start swinging? All right. Yeah. Do you want to take aim or anything first? He's on the ground, isn't he? Yeah. He, she, she succeeded in a takedown. So she, there'll be extra damage on the one that's prone. Okay. Um, and then take aim would increase my. Oh, It'll give sorry. you plus 10. Yeah, I'll take aim. And since this, the two of you engaged on one target while bear is engaged with the different on the different side of camp, I'll say that you can have routine. Then take aim is plus 10. I did it. Rolled past 17, did 15 damage. Mm-hmm. All right. So that will move them down, I think, into injury territory now. So, let's see. Yeah, it'll actually move them down two steps. Unfortunately, Zofia's damage was not enough to move them down at all, which is why I mentioned the Fury Dice. And then I'll roll my one die for a d6 to see if they're wounded. Because 15 is enough to move them two steps. Dodge the the injury, but they they have actually moved down two steps in the Peril Trap. And then Hubert, last but not least... I'll come running out behind the tree I was hiding behind with the one bear set. And I'll try and knock out on him. Okay. On me? <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> knock him out. He can't, he can't see it coming. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's going to actually be, because it's two on one, it's going to be routine. Okay, that would be success then. Okay, 58. Be 60. 58 yeah. needing 60. I'm using the back of my pike to knock him out. And then as I see him go down, I'll just reverse it and skewer him like a kebab. Okay. And then put him on the fire and cook him a little bit. <laughs> so two are down. One of them is on the ground getting beat pretty bad. And Bear, it's back to your turn. So the one that you attempted to, to take out didn't quite work, but Hubert had you. Uh, one movement would take you uh, into the engagement that Lavinia and Zofia are in with the last remaining one. So one hustle. Uh, yeah, let's jump in there. Okay. And mm, I'll do. I'll try to do a not take down. Oh, he's already take down. Never mind. He's already down. So he's on the ground. So like you might want to just like take aim a bunch, or take aim. I once. can't. Oh, okay. Um. I was attacked. Okay. 
So this will be easy since it's three to one. Um, nice roll. Good. Okay, so you rolled a three, and even with flip the fail from sight, that's still a thirty, which is successful. Uh, you're doing seven damage. Do you want to to explode a dice? Actually, roll a second d6. He's on the ground. Did you do that too, Lavinia? Oh, I did not. Yeah, roll an extra d6 because he's on the ground from prone. I exploded. Exploded. Do it again. Okay. All right, got it. So go ahead and roll bear. I'm pretty sure you're going to kill him with just one d6. I did a total of 10. I rolled a three. That is enough to move him. Uh, So Lavinia would have taken him to Grievous, and then your last one would have taken him to, to dead. And so it's kind of sloppy, but it it worked out. (laughs) But you got these three dead marauders around. You've got this uh, cooked but partially eaten deer in front of you. And uh, what do you want? What do you want to do? Winner, winner, deer dinner. (laughs) That's the name. This is what Melissa does now. Is she tries to drop funny lines in? <laughs> oh, good. Because whenever we talk about titles, she always comes up and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know if I like that one. Yeah, I don't know if I like that one either." And so now she's just dropping him in the episode, changing up my strategy. We'll shove it's these bodies aside okay. and just take over whatever they were cooking. We should probably drag them a little bit further. I know, uh, and and like Lavinia is just kind of like, kind of tugging at one of the bodies. And um, there tends to be large animals in this area, and we don't want them to smell the fresh blood. That's a good there, point. There That's are land sharks. <laughs> okay, so Bear uh, and Lavinia, you start moving the bodies away. Uh, you start feasting on their food, start going through their things. Uh, are you staying here, just taking over their camp? Are you heading back? They to got a home? big. They got a big it's fire, a big right? roaring fire already. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do it. Big yeah, fire draws like a, a lot of attention, though. I'm still on the lookout for extra jackets or weapons or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can find some furs. There's uh, usual weapons that you've seen them have before. A couple throwing axes. Those really shoddy, crappy-looking flails. Nothing, nothing fancy. Uh, they probably have a couple, a couple trinkets here and there that you might be able to melt down and sell. Uh, for a couple silver. Are we? So are they already looting the bodies? Yeah. So I would say in the whole process, it's fine. All right. So you're staying? Are you staying here? I didn't take out those guys to go back to some puny fire. I'm taking over their camp. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So you sleep through the night here. Uh, keep an eye out for for any other animals, sounds from marauders. But the night does pass. You don't get to move your peril up since we are in wilderness travel. And so you don't get to do that unless you're making camp. And this isn't making camp. This is just sleeping for the night. Uh, and then you continue on your path for the next uh, the next day. Uh, it takes about five hours from your camp uh, before you break through uh, this heavy, dense forest into a little bit more rocky terrain. And you have for a few miles, very clear view of the towns in front of you, these large rocky peaks uh, that are curved inward on each other. Uh, so like there's like very, very sharp peaks at the end, uh, some, almost like a, like a bird talon of some kind. And it's, it's about midday uh, when, you, when you start to notice it and you continue on. Now, along the way, you, uh, you can see that the, 
the the terrain has become much rockier off to the east you can see the foothills kind of going up and you know that to the east of those towns is that valley somewhere along the way and that's a good day's day's hike to kind of get in that direction uh, but eventually you come across a, a fairly long running ridge line of rock and snow and if you're going to try to go past the towns you can either try to go over them which would require some climb checks and such or you can kind of go underneath them look for some sort of cave system that might go through them what's your preference does anyone know these caves i'd rather go over there's no way we've been out this far sophia is comfortable being underground um but has no knowledge of this particular area Stachis, you've been underground before, but not here. Like you've, yeah. you, there's definitely a lot of movement in the caves around the mansion. They they did a, a lot uh, in terms of like hiding certain certain activities, especially with the governess. But not here. This is way farther north than you've been. All right. So if you're looking for a waste a place to go over, uh, you do your best with your you you already done your your roll checks. Uh, so now what I would just want you all to do uh, as you're trying to to kind of come over top. Uh, why don't you all start rolling your toughness tests now? Uh, and so the toughness test challenging, uh, and we'll just see in what state you're in as you try to climb over this rocky, through a very rocky cold hike. Just to be clear, these aren't like these massive peaks. They're just, it's like doing a, like an afternoon hike somewhere. We all roll in the seventies. Oh, fail. <laughs> Except for, holy crap. Oh yeah. Nice. We, we got all a 72, that. 74, 79, 78, 94. That was fantastic. All right. So, uh, everyone here, it's not a great time, uh, to get over, but you do manage to get over the peaks. The, the it, what you do is you aim for the middle. You kind of, you look for some way to do it. And if you have some rope, you start tying it off. Maybe you tie each other. You tie it a bit to each other, and it's really just a kind of rough go of it. Occasionally, there's some slippery rock that you have to concern yourself with. Um, when you are at the highest point between the two large peaks that go well high into the sky, you're going again down the middle of them. You hear the sounds of distant birds. Um, you look up, and you, you think they're birds, and you see very, very high up in the sky this incredibly wide-winged creature. Uh, that you assume is making it. Perhaps, Hubert, it's your long-lost mother, uh, but uh, who knows? It doesn't seem to bother you, and you can see that it eventually lands somewhere a couple hundred yards up in the sky uh, on top of the, on top of one of those rocky, uh, rocky talons themselves, um, but doesn't seem to come down to bother you. When you hop down on the other side, uh, you have kind of surpassed it, and you get a fairly decent view of the land in front of you, uh, and it looks that you have maybe an hour or two more of night uh, of daytime before night hits uh, and the time it takes you to, to climb over. Uh, and so you likely are going to look for a place to camp. Uh, go all of you ahead and take 12 points of physical peril. Uh, and then you make camp once more. Again, Lavinia is not doing a great job of finding these spots for you. Uh, and eventually you realize that you are actually camping on top uh, of a pond, a frozen over pond, snow has gone on top of it. And halfway through the evening, as the fire is burning, the pond cracks and your stuff just falls into it. And there goes the fire. And you have to once again, get up and move. Thankfully, you were all were able to scramble out of the water uh, and get out. But uh, after all of this, following that guy in the cave into the cold river might not have actually been so bad. 
So you wake up the next morning and you continue your travel. Uh, and as you're passing by uh, a couple of these hills along the way, uh, you notice that the trees begin to change here. They're a little different. They're not the same that you've noticed before. These are taller, thicker, gnarlier, and uh, they're more spaced. Uh, by midday, you notice off to the north a vast flat expanse. Uh, it's just pure flatness, which is a peculiar sight because in every other direction, it's rough and rocky. When you start to look at the map that Merlin sketched out, you realize you have you have reached the lake in some in some capacity, or you're near enough to it. And you know two things. You know that somewhere around here is the Waystone site. And somewhere around here is the tomb that uh, Lavinia was tasked with finding. And we'll say we'll end the stretch there. And now we'll just move out of wilderness travel. And what is it you guys are looking for? The Waystone. Okay. Yeah. So what I'll ask you then to do, uh, if if you all start kind of looking carefully for it, roll a navigation check, uh, Zofia. Uh, roll it at challenging, uh, but you can use a, a flip to su- a flip to succeed because you have the map with you. Yay! Success. Okay. It takes another day of moving around in these hills, and you find this large crevice in the ground that extends. A few miles uh, and near near it you can see that the it's like the earth has opened up and you're afraid to fall you don't even know what's down there you can't really see the bottom but east of that crevice there's these rocky hills uh, that are covered with these old gnarly uh looking trees some of which are growing on their side like they're just shooting out the side some kind of horrible environmental event likely transpired here uh, perhaps something fell from the sky. Perhaps there was some kind of earthquake. You're not sure, but there definitely seems to be the signs of some sort of scarring here. Uh, nothing recent. This is likely generations ago, and the terrain has started to adapt around it. Uh, but within that strange and crooked forest on top of those those hills, you start to notice that there are a few standing stones that have been covered in snow. And when you approach, everything is covered in snow. There's no signs of wagon tracks. There's no signs of footprints. There's maybe some wolf prints here or there that maybe have just been, been poking around. But none of them actually go all the way up to this this little platform at the top. Uh, you can see that a, stair, a staircase once was likely built here, uh, weaving up the side of this mini really tiny little mini plateau-ish type area. Almost like it's like a platform. It's been crumbled to dust and so you have to kind of climb up a bit uh, to get on top of it. But it's only like a five foot climb, so it's not that bad. But when you get up there, you do notice that there are many of the, there are a couple of these waystones that you've seen before. Uh, Specifically, there are three interly interspersed intact stones and then you notice that there are two more that have been crumbled away. And you start to sweep away some of the snow. And you realize you're certain. Like, it's got that smooth front, the jagged back. And there's a couple signs and things like that. Do any of the symbols look familiar from any of the other waystones that we've tried to piece together what they mean? 
one of them uh, has the same symbol that you saw on your tree stump. But the other two are unfamiliar. That was like fire or... Could have been a couple different things because you're not sure. Yeah. You ever caught up. But it could have been fire. Could have been tin because the lantern's made from tin. Could have been wood because it was on a tree stump. Could have been a lot of different things. Without any of you knowing the language, we're talking to the person who was who drew it and why they drew it. Uh, when's the last time it snowed? It's been lightly snowing. It's not been a heavy snow. It's like a light flurries over the the entire travel. Oh, is there any like recent footprints we can see, or nope. like a faint smell of turkey leg? There is no faint smell of turkey leg. <laughs> uh, it looks like they have not been here. You might have you might have gotten ahead of them. So now we set up an ambush and wait forever. <laughs> yeah, does it look like there's somewhere that we might be able to keep an eye on this place a little bit out of sight? Uh, there's a variety of like rocky outcroppings and those gnarled crooked trees that you could potentially hide behind here or there. Sure. I mean, it's definitely possible. You have no idea how far behind they are. You have no idea if they're coming here. Uh, That's true. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just stating the obvious. How- how deep is the snow that we may be able to find something that's kind of buried just under them like we found before, like with stone or other things? Yeah, Lavinia wants to definitely do that, like copy down the symbols and then look and see what's maybe in the ground to see if she can learn what the symbol stands for. Okay, so you want to dig at them. So go ahead and uh, roll toughness tests, and I'm going to put this at hard. For anybody who wants to do this. Yeah, for everyone, anyone who wants to assist on digging into the earth. Sorry, what are we digging for? They're they're digging at the base of the the stones, seeing if they can find any evidence of what might have been here. And you said at pylons. Yeah, at the pylons. Do we still have the pickaxe? Yeah, if one of you uses it, you can take uh you can take it flip to succeed. That would be helpful (laughs) for anybody. Well, yeah. Nice. All right. So shout out, shout out, uh, successes and fails. Failure. Failure. Sophia failed. A crit fail of an eighty-eight. Okay. Oh no. If I use a pickaxe, I would succeed, but I didn't say that beforehand, so that's fine. Someone's got to use it. That's okay. Uh, all right. So then, everybody who failed, uh, you go ahead and take ten points of physical peril, and bear you crit failed. You can take <laughs> 10 points of physical peril as I roll more, but whatever. Uh, I just rolled terribly. Uh, as the earth underneath here has likely not been disturbed in, in a little bit of time, uh, It's not, it, and it's very, very cold, and it's very hard. And so digging at it, using your, you're tearing up your hands, uh, and you're getting, your fingers are getting cold here and there. So it's just sort of like this wear and tear, and it's just tiring to do. Um you don't okay so under one of them you find what looks to be very tiny worn disintegrated piece of cloth and leather likely indicating a pouch of some kind it's hard to discern what was in it because everything else is like just dirt and grime but it's a pouch so you're not sure what it is one of them uh and it is the symbol that you saw at Lavinia's home. You pull up an old and frozen 
and partially decayed piece of wood. Uh, and it looks to have been whittled into a fairly nice shape of something, like a bird. Uh, and then another one also uh, has some kind of residue of a pouch. And when you when you pull it out and your fingers touch it, there's a little bit of a burning sensation um, from whatever that residue was. Uh, if you want to make an, if anybody wants to make an alchemy test, you're welcome to try to identify that substance. But the other one, you couldn't tell. What uh, difficulty for the alchemy test? Uh, routine. Zofia would also want to look at the whittled piece of wood okay. and try to compare it to the whittled ships that we've seen. Um, if it's like a similar wood or anything like that. Pass, by the way. Uh, make a scrutinized test there, Zofia. Uh, I'll put it at challenging. This thing's pretty beat up. And for your success, you would be able, as you kind of touch it a little bit to your tongue, and you get this like little burning sensation. This is likely uh, lime. Sophia failed to scrutinize. Okay. And not the fruit. I mean, the mineral, the material. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. It's that, yeah, there's yeah. a Sprite. There's a Sprite can underneath. It's great. <laughs> okay. So it's lye? Uh, lime, L-I-M-E. If who was here before... Or who I was before was here, he would have asked that same question that came to my mind. <laughs> Ask about the wood. Uh... Oh yeah, anything this is whittled at this point. Uh, so, what would you guys like to do? We can uh, look for that grave or whatever, and come back to see if they visited. The idea is to catch them, not chase them more. All idle hands and all. You don't want to just sit here. Don't forget, you guys have been accruing peril, and you haven't actually made camp, so you haven't yeah. actually recovered your peril yet. Don't you need to do something about your black eye anyway? No, it's just a that's just a recuperation time. Whatever he rolled, I'll say he's probably got another day on it because you guys have traveled yeah. for several days. It was probably like five or six days. Something like that. We look up, set up a camp around here, and just wait for them if we've made it ahead. Okay. Do you want to go like short, like south of this area and maybe try to intercept them on the road? Do you want to go north of this area to make sure that they don't see your camp before they show up? Presuming they do. I like the north idea. Yeah. Which way is like the wind going and stuff like that? Like, uh, You guys do know that when the winds tend to come from the coastline and swoop in. So you guys aren't that far from the coastline and you are in... Uh, they are like kind of halfway between the heavier peaks on the to the east and the coastline to the west. Uh, you could probably hike to the coast in a day and a half, maybe. Before we go set up camp, I want to try and make it to where, unless you come close, you can't notice that this area has been messed up or disturbed. Okay. All right. So you're going to try to just clean it up and hide stuff. And All right. Yes. Sure. I'll build a snowman. <laughs> okay. No problem. All right, so guys, you go, you make camp. Uh, Lavinia, why don't you roll a survival check for me? Uh, I'll treat this at challenging because this is still pretty rough terrain to see if roll you can find well, a friend. halfway decent camp. Great, okay. Can I take time with this? Sure, and make it standard. Oh, thank God. Not that that's going to help me, but... <laughs> Keeping all of my misfortune. Nice. Nice. No. Oh. See? Nice. Look, 
I'm not, I need dice jail, Jeff. I miss being able to switch to my, switch to my dice when they fail me. So Lavinia heads off while some of you linger looking at some of the materials you unearthed or are working to try to make the, the location, uh, not as obvious. Uh, and Lavinia, you struggle to find a place and you're, maybe it's your confidence is gone, whatever, but you're out in the snow by yourself. You're keeping in relative eyesight of where they're at. So you're not going to be too lost, but Maybe you don't take care of yourself well enough. You're going to take 20 points of physical peril as I just crushed my peril roll. Two nines. Just 2d10 plus two. God, Jeff, I'm uh, incapacitated. Do you just fall down in the snow? I have a panic attack from like (laughs) whiteout or something. It's like, oh my God, there's so much snow. You see Lavinia start, as she comes back, she breaks through like the tree line area and kind of starts climbing up and she collapses. And just rolls back down the hill a little bit of the ways into the trench and dies. No, she just rolls back down the hill a little bit and she gets covered up with snow. And she is completely conked out, having not found a suitable campsite for you guys. Uh, I can't. I'll run after. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to go over and just, yeah, I'm just going to go over to where she's at and see if she's okay. Okay. She's frozen, snow covered all over her. Her fingers are like they're covered up as best they can, but you can see from the digging she did earlier, the gloves have started to wear a bit and uh, her face has gotten red uh, as, as the wind, the cold wind has started to beat down her skin. She looks pretty terrible. I'm going to gently pick her up and start caring and say, somebody should find a place to go. I will do heavy lifting. Love lift me up. With- oh, I'm sorry. Little officer and a gentleman going. My dates. Oh, there's another one. Okay. Uh, all right. So we'll say that eventually you just settle for the best looking campsite you could find a little bit north of the ways. You settle in. You make camp, uh, and you 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 sleep for the night. Um, all of you can move up. I'm gonna put it to imperiled uh, since it wasn't a great search. So you can't go all the way back up to unhindered, but you can go to imperiled. Morning comes. Is anyone doing healing or anything? My eyes better. You're, we'll say your eye is finally, the swelling has finally gone down and you're able to see. I could use some more healing. Okay. Uh, how many bandages do we have? Sophia has two. And uh, Lavinia has two. Yeah, if you would be so kind, Miss Lavinia. <gasps> okay, let's see how this goes. It's a new day. It's oh. a new day. Before saying how bad the past couple of days have gone for her before she does anything. So you did it before. You can do it again. You mess up and we're all probably going to die. No pressure. <laughs> okay. So who's who's getting healed? Hubert, what, where are you at? I'm at moderate. Okay. So moderately, if I recall, that should be standard. And then isn't no moderately is uh, is routine. And if she's taking her time, we'll move it to easy. So easy test. Okay. Take your time. Do it right. See, it's easy. Pass. 48. Move up one step. See, good pep talk. The day progresses and you guys all kind of keep a keep an eye on the location and no one comes. And the night hits again. You sleep again. 
wake up the next day, keep an eye out. How many days do you want to wait? Am I getting healed too? Sure, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of days. Two, we'll say two days have passed at this point. Are you guys waiting around so you can take two heals if you want, if you need it? Yes. Honestly. What tier are you at? Seriously. Okay, so seriously uh, plus a taking time. So roll it at routine. Pass. Okay, you move up a step. Okay. And then... So then now it's going to be easy. You're doing the same thing? Sure. A couple days of passing. You guys are just hanging out here. It's cold, but you've you've done your best over the course of the day, the, the 48 hours that you've been waiting around here for to set up a camp that keeps you somewhat warm. Can I start I building again? a cabin? <laughs> yes, you can start building a cabin. Yes, absolutely. Make sure you don't leave holes in it this time there, Bear. Oh, <laughs> you told me to leave those holes. How long are we waiting? How's our rations? Uh, we have 15 days worth, so now we have... Uh, like 13 no 14 don't forget you had travel time so yeah. we'll well if you had 15 days worth we'll probably we'll say 10 well didn't we eat the deer too though that's not pulling from our own that's fair that's a good point uh so we'll say we'll say we'll say a dozen we'll split the difference we'll say a dozen okay um how long do you want to wait how many uh five days that's what i was thinking too i can turn anything else around her uh, if you want to, if you want to start ranging, you absolutely can. Yeah, it's not do nothing. I mean, okay. we can we can Agreed. try and hunt and stuff to try and preserve. Sure. Yeah. If somebody, uh, so if you want to do some hunting, just roll a survival test. Uh, and challenging. This is difficult terrain, or challenging terrain, I should technically say. That's a success with a twenty-one. Okay. You're able to Stekis find a uh, wonderful, wonderfully large stag with these big antlers that seems to remind you a very smaller sense of what was hanging on the wall inside of the uh, the Umbat Nor abode. Uh, you take it down and you drag it back to camp and that'll, that'll last you probably a good two days at least. Uh, and then... I failed, failed mine. On that same hunt... Uh, What's her name? So I always forget Sophia's name. I don't know why. Sophia. Sophia and her critical fails. So Sophia, you have a much worse time, but I do roll two ones on the two d ten. Sweet. So you don't take much physical pill, but you do come back from your little hunting excursion completely empty-handed. Uh, stubbed your toe. You got like an icicle cut on your eye where you you something fell from the tree branch. And you get to see Stekis getting heralded as the, the the champion. Hubert, you uh you see some birds, these uh very large dark birds uh swirling overhead here and there. Take a few shots at them, aren't able to land any. And you come back empty handed. Can I ask Bear to if the stag's head is big enough to make me like a hat out of like the antlers and stuff? A hat out of the antlers. Yeah, like, I don't know, like where we could get more materials later, like, you know, the little skull mask, but like where I could wear it on the top of my head, where it's the antlers. If you want to, yeah, you can harvest the antlers. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Harvest the antlers. Cool. Like tan the hide, too. Yeah, sure. I'm kind of with that. If you want to skin it and take some some stuff, absolutely. Roll a tradecraft test. Uh, I'll say easy. It's probably fairly easy for you, Bear. 
living out in the woods of the Evermores as a kid growing up on the on the frontier to the east. Shoot, pass. You have one very large uh, hide of of stag and a couple antlers, and you salvage some stuff. And the rest of the meat you guys eat. On the fourth day, you finally catch sight of movement to the south, except you don't see uh, a cart. You see one singular individual at great distance that looks strange and humpbacked. What do you guys want to do? You're at a distance. They don't see you. Head out and wait and see if they go towards the stones. Roll stealth checks. If anybody is roll stealth checks. If you're if you're gonna wait in a position where you can see them, roll a stealth check. If you're waiting like in the back by the camp or something like that, you don't have to roll. Oh, Levinia is gonna wait back by the camp. As is Sophia. That's fifty six. Bear and uh, Stekis both roll fifties. Okay. Fifty nine. You see, after a few hours, probably an hour and a half to two. Uh, from a distance that they finally show up around oh an hour or so after after midday and the reason they were sort of strange looking you realize is that it's not one person but in fact two people there seems to be one person carrying somebody else piggyback uh, i'll let uh i'll let bear and stekis roll an awareness test uh, at standard and see if you can identify anybody at a distance from your hiding positions. Mm, failed with a 54. Okay. Failed with a 71. It isn't until they get within 20 yards of you in your hiding positions nearing the the climb up to the, the waystone site that bear you recognize Cressida. She is the one that's getting the piggyback ride. I would hope so. <laughs> and the person giving her the piggyback ride is Roderick. You see no sign of Bruno and you see no sign of Chadwick. You see no sign of a cart. And these two look ragged and terrible, Roderick specifically. But they begin climbing up the different ridges. You see he's like pushing her up to the one and then he climbs up himself and they look, they look exhausted and tired. I'm going to look at bear and I'm going to like nod my head, expecting him to nod back at me. If this is, if these are the people, cause I have no idea. That's true. Yeah. You wouldn't recognize either of them. Uh, I will give them the thumbs up. Okay. So you said that they look like crap. Right. They look they look exhausted and terrible. They look like worn travelers. You guys look terrible too, but they look worse. I'm going to step out and approach and ask where Chadwick is. So when you step out, are you brandishing a weapon or anything like that? I just put my hand on my giant axe on my back. And you see Roderick immediately crouches down and covers his head as if he's doing like, uh, you know, a fire drill at work, you know, duck and cover. And he's just, just, <laughs> and he just sort of starts chanting and talking and mumbling in tongues. Um, and Cressida looks over towards you and she's uh, 
I don't even remember Chrissy. What was Chrissy's voice? Is anyone to remember? It's been so long since I said Chrissy. Hello, sweetheart. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, I saw it too, sweetheart. Yeah, because he rolled over. That was one of my hey. favorite endings of any episode we've done, where he rolls over and she's and she's looking at him. Don't worry, sweetheart. I saw it too. And so it's a little croaky and throaty and dry. And she says, "Who? Who are you, sweetheart?" Who I am isn't important. I came here to find a child that you kidnapped. Where is he? Oh, kidnapped now, child? What are you on about? We just, we live over by the coast, you know? We just come up here for services every so often. Is this how you treat injured travelers? Do, do you not think I know who you are? And I'll wave at Bear to come out. She doesn't know who you are, so she's just... Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully she'll recognize Bear if I okay. wave him out to show that, like, I know who she is. Yeah, I'll step up. It's been a while. And then she looks at you and she's like, oh, shit. Hey, sweetheart. Long time. How you doing? I don't think we're on friendly terms anymore, so you can cut that out. What Where's the I, fat one? What have I ever done to you? Never done nothing. Exactly nothing but a pain in the ass. What? What? What's that? Oh, Bruno. I haven't seen him for days. Where is the child? What? What is he going on about over here? Oh. You want me to show you the note that you took off with? Uh... You Irwin? Is that your name? Can't quite remember it. Irwin, right? Yeah, you're the. You're the. That's right. Irwin, uh... listen. This he looks nothing like Erwin. He doesn't even have a hat. That was his most discerning feature. <laughs> to be fair, I do also have uh red hair, to be fair. Oh no, she's saying this to Bear. I see. Yeah. Look, Erwin isn't here. Oh. He's been left behind. Wow, so is Bruno. You don't see me threatening you because you left your friend behind. I'm not the one that kidnapped a child. I didn't kidnap a child. I've just got Roderick here. He he agreed to come. And he's just, again, still huddling and just in complete and utter terror. And if you still have the, the weapon, he's just kind of hiding a bit away from it, kind of starting to hide behind her. Who's And she, by the way, is flat down on the ground and her, you know, her stump from her leg is there. And you can tell that the, the bandage looks awful, awful. How about we uh, go on back to where you came from and where you left the others? <laughs> I'm not going. Not going back there. And I didn't leave anyone. He chose to stay back. As for your precious little boy, wasn't my idea. I said, Bruno, we just, we're going north and Roderick is going to help us here. And uh, Bruno had an idea that maybe the boy could help as well. Something about drawings and whatnot. But if you must know, we had a bit of a trouble by the bridge. How'd you all get across anyway, to you? Use the boat. Yes. Well, we did a different route down by the coast a bit. But we had a bit of trouble. Some of the marauders took the boy. Bruno thought he'd be the hero. 
and go rescue him. Well, it's nonsense. The boy was back with his own people anyway. And so Roderick and I push forward. What's the problem? The problem is, if it wasn't for you, he would still be in town. I didn't do nothing. I asked Roderick, who is a grown man, and he was as interested in coming north as I was. Bruno too was Bruno's idea. I, I can't. I'm missing a leg. How can I do anything? From what I understand, which isn't much, you twisted Bruno from what they've told me. And at this point, I'm just going to start walking towards her with my axe. Hey, hey, hey. What did they know? They're the ones who just kept abandoning him. He needed a friend. He wasn't I'm feeling well. His head was wounded. And when he wakes up and he looks around, he's got no friends. They all abandoned him. Went off doing other things. I was the only one that was there for him in his time as recovery. It was very sad to be left alone. I'm going to, I'm just going to attack her with the axe. You're going to hit her? Okay. Yeah. Uh, go what? ahead and swing and take, uh, you're going to take a bunch of corruption. But go ahead and swing. Standard. Boom. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You got three more points of, uh, or three more fortune points if you want to do anything. Uh, Are any of us close enough to see any of this happening? You guys said you were hiding away, so. I don't think so. No, I'm I'm good with doing 12 damage. Okay. And you, where you, you sink the axe into her, and she gets yeah. a, a cleave in her arm, and starts cursing you in a thousand different languages. Hey, freaking murderer! What's wrong with you? You, big one! You're gonna let him do this? Well, he's done a lot worse things than murder, so yeah, don't worry about that. And so she starts trying to crawl away. I mean, she doesn't have any uh, weapons on her. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. Okay. Wait, we have I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep attacking her. Okay. Take a a lot of corruption. Just yeah. put a lot. <laughs> you're cool. You're you're. Are you doing anything, Bear? Uh, yeah. Can I like have him not kill her? Okay. So you want to intersperse in between? So you step in. Uh, do you want to? You want to try? Like try to roll a takedown? How about this? Roll a takedown. See if you can just tackle him to the ground or something. So we're rolling athletics. What's the difficulty? Uh, just standard's fine. Uh, two. All right. So you can roll resist there. Uh, resist, resist toughness. Uh, I'm sorry. Resist coordination. Oh, sorry. Other thing then. Let me try that again. Okay. And although he doesn't, so it's a good. That's also success. So you don't. You're not able to knock him to the ground, but he is able to kind of knock you off kilter. And so your second swing at her goes wide. Wide. We need to not kill her. We have the other one. The other one is the one that Lavinia talks about. This is the reason. Roderick is incoherent. He just tries to talk about empty bottles and whatever other ideas this lady has put in his mind. And he if is he's, crawling up the wall, by the way, and running. If he's sane enough to help them find something out in this wilderness and cause a child to be kidnapped, he's sane enough to show us where he is. He is not sane at all. <laughs> not even remotely. He is off his rocker. We need her. Killing her would be the easy way out. Yeah. She deserves worse than that. Well, I, just, I didn't do anything. I'm a ground woman. 
Roderick's a grown man. It's your friend Bruno who took the boy. It was his idea. And she's just gripping under her arm. I'm going to roll uh, injury, actually, for her because she's already down the threshold. And she does, in fact, take an injury. <laughs> and she <laughs> she is laying on the ground. And, it takes 19 days. Of, yeah. And uh, she is unable. And you see her just completely unable to move. She's just she's just struck. She's got this like a, I guess the 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 axe itself kind of slashed through her, slashed through her arm a little bit and kind of embedded in the side, kind of cutting into her back a bit. And she just seems to be incapable of moving. And she's just freaking out and talking. But yeah, fine. You don't want me to kill her. Just remember, if this causes me any sort of problem. This is your fault. I'm just going to walk away. Okay. Uh, I'll say at this point, uh, the three of you who are hiding, so Lavinia and Hubert and and Sophia, I always forget Sophia's name. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you hear a ruckus going on, and maybe you scramble to take a look. Uh, Lavinia, you notice Roderick climbing up to the top level of the Waystone site, kind of up the the crumbling wall by the where the broken staircase was. Uh And then Hubert and Zofia, you both notice that you see you come in just in time to see Bear just knock, like throw a shoulder into Stekis. And so he stumbles and he swings down at a figure and just misses. And when you come up, you can see Persida is laying there bleeding, freaking out. And Roderick is climbing up to the top. What do you guys do? Uh, Lavinia yells at Roderick. Roderick! <laughs> what are you doing? And he's like, hey, man. <laughs> and he's just literally gone. You see, and you've seen this look on his face before. He is completely bewildered and out of it and confused. And he's just, you're not even sure. He's holding up his hands. He's missing all those fingers. He's just looking terrible. But he sees you and he starts to start to breathe a little bit more carefully. And then he points down at Stekis. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just start making all sorts of these weird gesticulations and starts to run again. Oh, God. Uh, we need to stop him. And, and she'll say this at Hubert and Sophia. Sophia will run after. All right. Yeah, I'll chase him down then. That's the case. And so you're going to leave, you're going to leave the two of them. Because you guys walked up and you saw, like I said, you guys walked up and you saw yeah. Bear. Okay. Um, or well, All of you are just going to leave the two of them. Uh, and so uh, Lavinia will look back and she'll be like, should I see if I need to? And she'll be holding like a bandage. Should I heal or should I? <laughs> <laughs> one hand, there's a bandage dripping down. And the other hand, it's like a knife. Yeah. Which heal. one? <laughs> What? <laughs> she'll be saying this to Hubert and Zofia because Roderick took off running. So she'll be like, should I chase or should I go to see if people need to be healed? Go get Roderick. He he knows you better than anyone. If anyone can get it back, it's you. Track him down and you can see him that he is sitting cross-legged at the base of uh, of one of these obelisks and he's got his head down. And he's just, you hear him just sort of singing to himself, like like humming, like as if he's trying to calm himself down. Um, Lavinia will start humming what she knows of the song. Okay. And as she like and approaches him. Okay. And so he uh, calms down a little bit, reaches into his pocket, and you see him just give you a rock 
just a smooth little rock, just hands it to you and then closes up your hand over it and then pats the top of your hand. And he seems to have calmed down a bit. Down at the other level, then you see Stekis is walking away, angry, furious. Cressida's bleeding, unable to move. She's taking some sort of, she's bleeding from her arm. She's bleeding from her back. Uh, and I guess, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to, to just like wrap it in cloth to stop the bleeding. Okay, so that'll expend a bandage. Uh, she was not know. wearing armor and she took a wound or she took an injury. So she is bleeding. She is quite literally bleeding out in front of you guys. Has anybody got something to wrap this with? We need to take her back to town alive. You're by yourself, bud. Yeah, I walked away angry. Nope. Uh, I would say when Sophia saw that um, Lavinia had the situation with Roderick under control, she can go back. Why don't you roll an awareness test? This is a very important awareness test. This is going to determine whether you notice that she's bleeding out or not. I'll let you go ahead and roll uh, at routine an awareness test, Sophia. If you fail, we're going to say that you don't notice in time and she will bleed out without having any sort of bandage. She does not have a very high bronze score. <laughs> I like craft a dirty bandage, like a ripoff. There is a chaos bandage that you can try to do, uh, but it does take like a couple. I think it takes a couple minutes to do it. She passed. Sophia passed awareness. Okay, and so you notice that as Bear is leaning down and and trying to scramble and stem the bleeding, and he's struggling to do so. You can see how a huge blood pool is starting to form underneath her. And Bear, she is starting to just babble coherently. And then she like gets a far off look in her eyes. And, and she says, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. And then she starts to pass out as if she's losing all of it. So you're going to run up, Zofia, and you're going to bandage her? Yes. Okay, so you run up, you stem the bleeding with some bandages. Doesn't require a skill check. She is unconscious. You think you've stemmed the bleeding. But she's completely unconscious and she's got a terrible, terrible wound uh, injury that she has to now suffer from. And now someone's going to have to carry her. Stekis is marched and away. Toward the camp. Okay. Hubert, are you up with... Uh, with Lavinia. Uh, okay, you're up with Lavinia. And then the OG crew, Bear... Zofia are staring over the body of Cressida, a woman that you all saved from certain death in like episode two. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>